Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. Along with my best friend Buddy, I found that larger forces were at play. I was a pawn for the Society of Shadows in their fight against the coming darkness. Serve the shadows! Though beyond our control, our first outing put many people in danger, and Buddy almost lost his life. Take this, you calamari son of a bitch! While we did close the portal, we also lost Zane, the only clue we had into what was going on in town. Get off of me! No! Not in there! No! To make matters worse, Amy Reynolds came back into my life. I didn't know you were back in town. Now, I begin the journey to unravel the mystery of what my hometown has become, or has always been. Let's go find the weird. It's time to return home. Boy, what a lovely day. And a perfect day for a picnic, wouldn't you say, Janice? It certainly is, Ryan. The sun is shining brightly, the ocean looks gorgeous, and I have everything I ever wanted right here in front of me. I'm so glad we decided to do this today. Me too. Let's say we get this picnic started. How about some lemonade? Oh, I'd love some. There we are. One for me, and one for you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Here's to us. Cheers. Cheers. Well, there was another reason why I asked you out here, aside from the view. Yes, it was quite lovely today. Today couldn't be more perfect. Well, maybe it can. You see, Janice, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I thought it was time I really mustered up the courage and asked it. We've been going steady for how long now? Oh, at least 11 months, and I've enjoyed every moment of it. I have too. And with high school ending soon, and us having to get out there in the real world after that... I thought to myself, well, if we're both going to be making our way out in the real world, why not do it together? Did you hear that? Sounds like something's over there in the bushes. It's probably just an animal. Nothing to worry about. Now, where was I? Ah, yes, the real world. I was thinking that I enjoy all this time we spend together, and I thought maybe we should make an honest go of it and see if maybe we can... There it is again! Are you sure we shouldn't be worried? Seems awfully big, whatever it is. Janice, don't let your imagination get away from you. What I'm trying to say is really important, and it's hard enough to try to get it out there without any distractions. I guess I'd maybe better get right to the point then. I love you, Janice, and I was wondering if you'd do me the honor of marrying- Oh, look, Ryan! It's a cute little bunny rabbit! Come here, little bunny! Oh, isn't he darling? Yeah, he's real swell. He's got great timing. Oh, he doesn't mean that little bunny wunny. You're so cute. Come here. Do you want a carrot? Let's feed him a carrot, Ryan. <sighs> okay. There should be some in the salad. Here we are, Mr. Bunny Wunny. Are you hungry, little bunny? Yes, you are. Come and get it. He's just staring at us, Janice. I think he's too afraid to come over here. Well, he shouldn't be. He's just so cute. 
We're not gonna hurt him. We're not gonna hurt you, Mr. Bunny Wunny. Come have this nice little carrot. Here, I'll throw it to you. He certainly seems to have enjoyed it. Someone seems to be warming up to him. Well, you are right. He is pretty gosh darn cute. Oh, Ryan, can I take him home? Pretty please. I've never seen a bunny by the ocean before. Do they like seawater? I'm not sure, but I don't mind. I've never read about that in National Geographic. I'm sure it's because he smelled our food. Well, in that case, come on over, Mr. Bunny. There's plenty for all of us. Come on over, Mr. Bunny Wunny. We're not going to hurt you. You're just too cute and fluffy for that. Here, have another carrot. Here, I'll get him. Don't pick him up. You're just going to scare him away. I won't. I promise. I used to handle bunnies all the time at my grandpa's farm. There isn't anything to it. Well, all right then. Come here, little guy. Ah, here we go. Oh, aren't you two just darling? See, he likes me. He just wants to nuzzle me and cuddle me, and he. Oh, what are you doing there, Mister? Oh, oh, get it off! Ryan? Get it off me! Why is he doing He's that? Fighting Ryan, me. get him off! Stop it! Get him off me! Stop it, buddy! Oh. Get off of no, her! No, get off me! Mr. Bunny! Get him off! Ow! No, my face! No, my face! Help me! Help me! Mr. Bunny, Bunny! Get off my finger! It had been a few days since seeing Amy, and I don't think I fully recovered from the initial shock yet. With everything else going on in my life, throwing her into the mix really wasn't expected, and I just wasn't ready for it yet. I wasn't ready for any of it, really, least of all talking with her. But kind of like a band-aid, it was probably better to just rip it right off and get it over with. When I texted her early this morning, after Buddy reminded me that I promised I would, I suggested we meet somewhere familiar, perhaps to put us both at ease for the conversation we were about to have. That's how I ended up at Helm House again, staring at the ocean's lazy waves coming in. Hey, man. Are you okay? It was Buddy's idea to come along as moral support and keep things on track in case they got out of hand. I didn't really expect them to, but it was nice to have him there just in case. Kind of? Mostly? Probably not? I mean, I'm not even sure where to begin with her. Well, you've had a lot of time to process it. I guess just say whatever comes to mind and get it off your chest. You know, you would think after all this time, I'd have figured out what to say. Don't sweat it, dude. It'll be okay. If things get too rough, I'll just pull you out and we'll get out of here, okay? It wasn't long after that that Amy pulled up and joined us down on the dock. She smiled as she got closer and raised her hand in a wave. Hey, buddy. Hey, Amy. How are you? Not bad. How about you? Oh, you know, still recovering from the Day of the Tentacles, but hey, can't complain. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Amy. How are you doing? Oh, you know, just figuring stuff out. Yeah, I know the feeling. This is weird, right? I mean, the three of us hanging out here at Helm Home, just like when we were kids. It's kind of nice, actually. Some things never change, you know? Some things do. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. There was an awkward pause there for a few moments. Both of us looked off into the ocean, avoiding each other's gaze until it became almost unbearable. So, where do you want to start? I don't know. How about you? Well, I mean, I have a lot of questions, but I feel like you should be the one to start. May I ask why? Do you really want me to answer that? Boy, is this awkward for anyone else here, or is it just me? You know, maybe this wasn't a good idea yet. Maybe I'm just not ready for this conversation to happen right now. 
If you're back in town, we can't avoid it, Johnny. We're bound to run into each other. And dividing the town in two like siblings dividing a bedroom probably won't work so well. So what do you propose we do? I don't know, Amy, but I've had a weird couple of days and my head just isn't in the right place. So if you have something you want to say to me, I think now would be a good time. Is everything okay? I mean, his mom is missing and his dad apparently has child amnesia. So things are kind of complicated for him right now. Not to mention that the Society of Shadows are just... Enough, buddy. She doesn't need to know all that. (laughs) Wait, what? I just thought it would help if she had the full picture of what was going on lately. Maybe you're right. Now isn't the best time to do this. We can find some time after you've settled back in and we can... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not planning on staying here forever. You're not? You're not? Oh, no, no. I plan on doing whatever I need to do and then getting out of Melancholy Falls for good. Oh. Yeah. Now is definitely not the time. I'm going to get going. Amy, wait. She turned to walk away but stopped dead in her tracks. My initial thought was because I called out to her. Instead, I realized it was because there was something at the end of the dock blocking her path. Is that a bunny? Oh, a cute little bunny! Let me see. Sure enough, there was a white fluffy rabbit sitting at the end of the dock, close to the beach. It just sat there staring at us, almost as if it was making eye contact with us. Well, that's awfully strange. He's just sitting there. At least he's not blocking my way. See you guys later. Amy. We'll talk when we're both ready, John. It's obvious we're not. Amy started walking back down the dock toward her car, and when she got to the bunny, it didn't even flinch. Its eyes just followed her as she slowly inched her way around it. It even shifted its body to face her as she began to walk away. That's odd. Yeah, it kinda is. When she got close to her car, another bunny hopped out from behind it and stared at her. Okay, that's even odder. Then, another came out from under it. And then one hopped onto the roof, and two more came from behind. Is the word oddest even a thing? Like, can I use it in this context? Hey, Amy, I I think you better come back here. They're just bunnies, John. They were probably hiding and I startled them. Another few more hopped toward her, and then more came out of nowhere. The one down at the end of the dock left its perch and began to make its way slowly toward the rest. This can't be good. I think we should be doing something. We started walking toward her when more appeared all around. Amy was trying to make her way through them with her car keys out as she tried to open her door. The bunnies inched closer, surrounding her, looking more and more menacing as the seconds ticked away. Amy, I think you better run. It's fine, buddy. These bunnies aren't going to... But before she had a chance to finish her sentence, the bunnies leapt into action and attacked. Amy! Help me! Return Home, Episode 3, Running Wild. You just listened to Part 1 of 4. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Audrey Faith Weaver, Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast and on Twitter at returnhomeshow. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Attacked by a herd of adorable bunnies? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams.